You're listening to Fresh Oil with your hosts, Chris and Stacy Blake, bringing you intriguing interviews, discussions, and weekly Christian direction. Welcome to our series, Warriors of God. And now, part two of our interview with evangelist Day Michael Knowles from Kentucky. Pastor James McElroy has been in the studio with us today, and we're so glad to have him along for the ride as well, because it's just, it's to me, it's um, it used to be intimidating for me to be in the presence of, of, of great men like yourselves, but now it's it's just a privilege to be able to just sit here and glean and learn and, uh, you know, just absorb what you have to offer. Because I look at you with... 30 years in my, in my 30 years of preaching mm-hmm. and then um uh, our evangelist friend here who's so wonderful he is such a young man and he has a, a fewer years but there's I can there I can't tell the difference in the 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 season um um that you guys both offer it, you come with such a, a love and a passion to our church and you, you, you just, you love people. You, I've never seen anybody love people like you do. I've never seen a pastor include, you walk in the door, he's going to include you. He's going to love you. He's going to put you to work. He's going to give you an opportunity. He's going to lead you to Jesus. There's so many things. And pastors and evangelists have two totally different roles. And we mm-hmm. were talking about that earlier. And I love that because God knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Right. When he puts you in places. And Pastor, how did you meet Brother Knowles? How did you meet him? Yeah, I actually met this young man at a Arkansas prayer Church of God prayer conference, I believe. Was it camp meeting or prayer conference? I believe it was a prayer conference. Prayer conference. Yeah. And uh, he and I have a mutual friend who's, who actually is a, currently the state overseer for the Church of God in Arkansas. And uh, he had, had shared with me about Brother Dave Michael and his ministry, uh, known him for a long time, ever since he was, I guess, a child. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and you know, I have a lot of confidence and faith in Brother Claypool, and he had already encouraged me to consider having Brother Dave Michael come and, and, and minister for us. And, but when I, uh, when I met him in Arkansas, our spirit just really connected and and uh, and then it wasn't long after that till we scheduled him to come, and he was only here with us for uh, a Sunday, but the Lord just moved in such a powerful way. And and anyway, it's it's truly been a blessing to have him with us this week. Uh, I've been sharing with different pastor friends of mine that I've been talking to, uh, and some that have come, and some I've invited to come. That this young man, he's only 22, but he's preaching like ministers like he's been doing it for 40 years. What did I tell you earlier? I told and, you that's what it's like. Yes. And so um, uh, I thank God for him, the anointing that's on his life. Yes. And the gifts that God has given him for the body of Christ. Mm. And and uh, my gift is not his gift. His gift is not my gift, just like mine and yours is different. Yes. But we all bring things to the table that we yeah. can use to advance the kingdom. And that's what makes the, the, the family of God, uh, the kingdom of God so unique is because we all offer different mm-hmm. abilities and talents and gifts and we don't compete against each other we compliment each other uh you know Pastor, i have to tell you i was just sitting this week in my house thinking i am so tired of seeing a competition among mm-hmm. um the church i this, this church is doing better than that church and this pastor might have more people than those and this man just brings in a better i'm so tired of that and i love that you said that because it should never ever be a competition it right. should always be because we're all part of the body and when, when when you look at the body jesus is the head and it, you, you got to have the neck and the arms and legs and the fingers and the, you got to have all of the things exactly. to make the body work properly and if you don't have all of the people working together mm-hmm. not competing against each other because if my right foot is competing against my
with my left foot, I'm never going to get anywhere. Exactly. I am never going to get anywhere. So we've got to work together. And I love that. And I was going to ask you what you already told me, though. I was going to ask you what you felt about his age. And did you feel intimidated thinking, well, I guess I'm going to let this kid speak. And he knows I don't mean that out of disrespect. But like, you know, I know how people reference you when I was young. I got the same thing. I'm like, she's 18. She can't be singing like that. She can't do this. She can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I allowed them to control who I was and and hold me back from who I could have been. So I'm learning as I've gotten mm-hmm. older to not do that anymore. I, you know, you don't have to be intimidated or feel exactly. like you are competitive with another member. We all have to be in that body. Exactly. We have to. And I was called at a very young age and, and to see young men like, like Brother Dave Michael um, and the gift and talent and that God has given him the ability you know, it's an honor for me to be able to give them an opportunity to minister our pulpit because I, I remember what it was like when I was younger too, and especially a teenage preacher. Yes. And um, um, that the, the opportunity was given to me where I could share and minister the word. But then, you know, uh, I thank God for that. But he and I were discussing another day, I believe it was yesterday, how God is, you know, just opens doors yes. and gives us favor favor we don't deserve and puts us in places that we couldn't get to ourselves. And it's not because of who we know. uh, It's not because of of, of our last name. He kind of mentioned that last night to some degree too in his messenger uh, and his exhortation, but just because the anointing that's on our life that elevates us and opens opportunities and doors that we can't get through ourselves. Right. Uh, you know, and so uh, I thank the Lord for that, you know, and the Bible says our steps are ordered by the Lord, yes. you know, and and so we just go wherever God sends and the Holy Spirit leads and, uh, you know, because he's the one that lifts up, tears down, That's opens right. doors, closes doors, That's right. and we just do his will, you know, wherever he wants us, he'll make a way. Absolutely. You know, he does open doors that no man can shut, and he Mm. shuts doors that no man can open. Whatever he does is final, and he's got the final word. And, you know, people have said, well, you know, you know so-and-so, and and you know that, well, the only one I know that I know is Jesus. That's the one I know. That's the one who counts as far as who we know. And so when we know Jesus and we serve him with all of our hearts and we give him everything that we are, when we do that, then it opens doors for us to be able to travel. Definitely. Like Brother Knowles, you would get it just all over the place. And, and it, it's just amazing to me to be able to see an evangelist just be out there right now because there's so many people closing doors. And for them to open doors for you is nothing but God. You know, Amen. God moves on people. And there's a scripture, I believe it's in Proverbs, where the Bible talks about the gift that God gives us will bring us before great men. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord does. Yeah. You know, he um, puts us in that place where he, we can be used of him, but the gifts he's given us opens up doors we couldn't open ourselves and yeah. puts us in places and makes connections and kingdom connections that we couldn't make on our own. It does. Uh, and it's all about his kingdom and just being willing and obedient because he knows where we need to go. Just like God knows where Brother Dave Michael needs to go from Grenada and he's going to get him there and then and that next door will open. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in the, middle, in the middle of a pandemic, brother, yeah. God is just continually moving you here and there. And, and uh, uh, you haven't slowed down a bit. You know, God is continually giving you favor and open doors. It's all about trust. 
It's up. Do you trust him? You know, when you trust him and you fully trust him, man, the things that he'll do for you. Can, can you imagine? Y'all, and this is me being a woman. I'm sitting in front of two men, but I, as a mother, it's like, can you imagine the joy on the father's face when you trust him and he goes, oh, I'm going to watch what I'm about to do for you. When you when you just love him and trust him that much. That's right. as, Pastor, you have children and when your kids look at you and go, daddy. Can I have this or can I? And you're just overjoyed to do it for them. You, you want to do it for them, you know? And, and especially when you know they trust you. You know, do you trust me? Yeah, Daddy, I trust you. Sure. And so it, it's the the joy just, you know, supersedes anything that we can imagine Amen. that we do for our children. The joy that he has to do for us, it's got to make his heart happy. Exactly. To see his children serve him and follow him and, and trust him. So when you trusted him to get you out, and in the middle of this pandemic, newlywed, I've got to get out there. I'm going to support my family. I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to do all these things. You trusted him. You said, I don't care. I'm getting out there. So tell me, was it easy when the pandemic started? Was it easy to get out there and, and, and just keep going? It was because I knew who I had my faith and yeah. trust in. I had no leeway. I had no support nor name to get me out there when mm-hmm. I first started when I was 17 years old and didn't know what it was like to travel full time and right. yet here I am about to jump into this thing um, and so when this pandemic hit the spirit of the Lord spoke to me and I'll never forget it was one night I was praying and seeking the Lord and I've just come off of um uh, off of a time of consecration and fasting, and he said, "I'm going to see you through when everybody else is sitting there." And I said, "Lord, what exactly are you trying to speak to me?" He said, "Many have went after the dollar, but few have went after the soul." Ooh. And he said, "Because you did not trust and rely in the money that was coming your way." I'm now going to give you the benefit of the harvest in a time like this. Wow. Amen. And I'll never forget the spirit of the Lord begin to charge me. And I felt such an unction like I'm feeling coming in this room right mm. now. And the spirit of the Lord said, they might watch and see what I do in the midst of pandemic. He said, pandemic is going to produce promise. Mm. Ooh. And I said, God, what exactly are you telling me? He said, I'm about to open up bigger doors for you in the midst of pandemic. And I come and I come proudly to tell you, in a midst of pandemic, there have been five new churches that we've walked into that we haven't even heard of, nor even stepped foot in in different states because I held on to God. Yes. Yeah. And I trusted not in a security of a check, mm. but in the security of souls that needed to be saved and snatched out of the death grips of hell. Yes. Amen. God has been faithful and just to see us through. Oh. That's what the Bible in fact told us. It said faith is evidence of things not seen, but things that are hoped for. And I'm so thankful that God seen us through when we couldn't see our way out. Mm. And that in the midst of pandemic, God has gave us such the authority and the stage and platform to be effective in even a greater way that we've not wanted for nothing. We've not had to beg for nothing, but God has just been just like he said he would be. He would be faithful and just. To complete a good work. 
Amen. He never changes. And, he never does. And when you're doing what, what God says, when you're obeying him, when you're in God's will, it's God's bill. It's his bill. I've Amen. heard you say that. And I love when and, you say that because it provide. makes me, it reminds me. It, it, I have to, because I'm all about, uh, is this covered? Is this bill paid? Is this, this mm-hmm. is just what you do as a family. You know, you just, I, I make, but my husband looked at me the other day. He said, things are happening in the world right now. And things are happening, and there there's changes in in jobs, and and workplaces are firing people because they've made a Facebook post, or a, uh, these are new rules now. You can't talk about God because it offends somebody. He said, "Baby, it's coming to pass." He said, "It right. really is." And I looked at him because it, it, in my in my human mind, I'm like. Well, well now, babe, are you are you good? We are we good? Because I work from home and and I don't I don't bring in a lot of money to support my household. My husband carries us, and I'm very grateful for that. And and he has the insurance that I need and all of the things right. that we think of that we you, we need as human beings. We got to have these things. And and he said, babe, we just got to believe that God's gonna provide. And I just sat down. I said, okay. I, I thought, they're going to put me back in my place. Let me bring me bring me back down mm-hmm. here. You know, ground me. Make me focus again. Because I don't ever doubt him, but sometimes I forget. Do you right. know what I mean? There's a big difference. When you just get your mind off of it, you're not doubting, but you just forget. You know, what he really does. And, and what's the Bible say in Psalms? Bless the Lord, all my soul. That's right. And forget not all his benefits. That's right. Yes. You know, there's benefits of serving God that you can't yes. get and find in the world. I read that this you morning. Know? That Praise God. verse this morning. I read it Well, you're it covered by his benefits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Praise I, the you Lord. got benefits? Yes, I do. I got all the benefits I need. Exactly. And I'm going to remember that. All you need. You know, because it. We'll it, never it, see the right. Just for no, not at all. And you know, I've not had a fear that has come over most people in our nation right now about how things are changing and how things might go to a cashless society mm-hmm. or it might do this or it might do that. And they certainly probably will. It's not a might to it. It's going to happen because the Bible said it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And But you know what? I didn't run out and go buy a bunch of groceries. Um, I didn't go get milk and bread when everybody else did when, when the snow came. I mean, you know, I usually do. I'm like, but I'm like, but I did go get milk. Right. I did get milk. <laughs> I said, we just waited until right. it melted by that noon. And got <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> I, you I, you got to learn to trust him. You got to go, okay, God, I'm not, you know what? We're not going to be hungry. We're not going to be without anything. I'm not going to worry about my $2,000 insulin that I got to have every day. I'm not going to worry about that. And when I, I, this is the first time in my life that I have not feared that mm-hmm. these changes are coming about. I, and I was telling you earlier, I'll, I'll be 50 this year, and I've seen a lot of things in 50 years, different things changing. And, you know, the 80s was a crazy time, and that brought about this. And that, you know, this, the, all these things started changing. When the 90s came along, this started changing. Mm-hmm. And when the 2000s said, oh, Y2K, Pastor, you got to remember Y2K. Oh, yeah, we had to watch that service. Oh, we, oh the world, everything's going <laughs> to stop. The computers all stop. We're all going to die. And we open our eyes after an praying and... Well, we're still the here. The lights are still on. We're like, okay, we're <laughs> good. Like, All right. Nobody's talking anything. So we've seen some things, you know, we've seen some things that, that were mm-hmm. crazier even than maybe some of the folks in, you know, the, the mm-hmm. earlier years saw and, and all of that. But it's like. I feared. I had a fear instilled in me, but that's what that's what the devil does. He instills that in you. He wants right. you to be scared. He wants you to see that news. He wants you. I don't watch the news anymore. I, you know, it's not that it's not important to me, but I don't want to watch it. And I feel like whatever happens is going to happen, whether I'm watching it or not. I may as well just come over here and sit in peace as opposed to sitting in fear. So I'm not going to watch the things that they're lying to me about because most of it's probably a lie, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm going to make sure I believe. What God says, and I have felt more of a peace 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think it comes with getting older and you see things and you realize, you know what? God is really going to do what he says he's going to do. I don't yeah. have to doubt He brought me this far. Man, yeah. yeah. He's brought me this far. I'm still living and breathing. Well, it goes back to that song, Because He Lives. Yes. I can face tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pastor, I told Brother Nels he's such an old soul. He's such an old soul. And I love that so much because you bring me yeah. back to my childhood where I learned those songs and those things that gave me a basis to, exactly. to, to look at him and realize who he is. And that's what there's, I, I appreciate people like yourselves. I appreciate the, the time that you put in and the work and the, the, the prayers and the tears and the, and the, 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 the way you see God, the way we don't, and mm-hmm. you teach us how to see him and you teach us how to notice what we need to notice. And we, and how to, how to just simply, it's, it's some, some people just complicate things. And I've said this many times and I'll probably say it again a million more, but people complicate the Bible and they complicate the way God is. He's, he's, he was the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's going to be the same tomorrow. We don't have to worry about him changing. Exactly. He's not going to change his mind. He's not going to change his story. That's he right. is going to continue to take care of us if we will just trust him. Amen. The only peace and the only calm we're going to find is there. That's it. We can't find peace any other way. That's right. There's not any other way. You can't find your wife or your husband or your children or anything like that. You can only find it in God. Amen. That's it. That's all you can do. So I appreciate the fact that you have let the Lord use you. I want I want you to take a few minutes, if you will, and just I want you to speak to the people. They're listening, and um, I just want you to give them whatever the Lord has for you uh, to give them out there. And, and, and I want to see souls saved. And like I said, we may never know it. We may never know who heard the broadcast that gave their life to the Lord, but that's okay. One day we will. One day they're going to walk up to you and say, thank you for sharing Jesus with me. You know, they need it. Amen. They need it. So you go ahead and just take take your liberties and just, just uh, tell them anything that you might like to say to all of the people. I would um, say is through what we have experienced these last few nights in service and through um, the various conversations that we have um, spoken of even today, um, I would say to make sure um, that is very crucial and pivotal to manage the gap. When I say manage the gap, I'm meaning make sure to manage what you have received and what you have gotten. Because many times when we fail to manage the gap, what we have received has slipped through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we learn to manage what we have received and what we have uh, gotten and what the Spirit of the Lord has spoken, then we can be content Mm -hmm. with what we have and with what we've received and not take it for granted. And to go back to how the Spirit of the Lord has moved and what He has done in services, I oftentimes tell people, the Bible told us that it's his will that all men should prophesy and should be used. And I tell them, I'm just a, I'm just a willing vessel and yes. I just want to be used by God. All that's different about me is that my last name is Knowles and yours might be different. And God wants to do that through each and every individual that is open and willing to push back the plate and seek God yeah. and really get a hold of him in spirit and in truth. And so what I want to tell people and what I want to release to the people that are listening and to those that are, are that are tuned in is make sure to put him first and to be willing and obedient to trust him and to follow every direction that he's leading you to, even when it seems as if it's hard, even when it seems as if it's impossible and he'll see you through and he'll see fit that his purpose and his plan for your life 
will prosper and flourish in a time like this. Amen. Oh, amen. I have to bring up something you did yesterday. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but I did. You were on the stage after a phenomenal service, and you took your microphone, and you said, I'm digging a ditch. And I watched every move that you made, and I understood what you were saying. I love it when I can get something and go, <laughs> oh, you know, I just get excited. I just want to, I want to run. I can't run real good anymore, but I want to just run. And I want to say, somebody, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. But this morning, I was taking my son to work, and around the building that that they work in is a little ditch. Mm. It's a little ditch. Because he always says, Mama, be careful. Don't hit that. But this morning, I drove up, and my eyes just teared up, and I was so excited because that ditch was holding that water. Wow. <laughs> it was not anywhere else, but it was holding it. All the, and I it, I got chills. I, I got I, All I could think of was he was, because you were talking about the glory, and you were going to dig a ditch, and you were going to make sure we hold it. I'm ecstatic of what God's going to do. I tell him. I said, I'm just nobody. I'm just an old country black boy from Winchester, Kentucky <laughs> that wants to be willing and obedient. Yeah. And I'm telling you, what we've experienced, God could use and do that through anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants to do. That's all he wants. And, uh, and I oftentimes tell myself, the moment that you expect something greater out of evangelist knows than yourself is the moment that you miss God. Oh yeah. And I say that sternly and I and I sit today and I stand by my word. The moment that you look at evangelist knows as if he's doing something so spectacular that you don't have the opportunity nor the ability to do yeah. is the moment that you miss God. Yes. Because it's his will that all men yes. should prophesy. Mm-hmm. And do the mighty exploits through mm. and by His name. Yes. I, yes. I listened to a little clip by Catherine Coleman, who's gone on with the Lord now, of course, many years ago. But she was mildly used of God, and and uh, as she would operate in gifts of healing, as the Lord would use her. And uh, anyway, she, she had all these crusades back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I, I remember her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but she was sharing how that you know. Uh, I'm not doing anything that that you can't do because God has no favors. She said, the only difference between me and maybe somebody else is, is you're willing to pay the price. Come on. He, she said, that's what mm. separates those that are used by God and those who aren't. Yeah. She said, he, she, God can use anyone in this room just like he's using me, but you got to be willing to pay the price. Yeah. And that's the key. Mm. And, and, and Dave McHale, I, I have... You know, discuss with you and share with you, and I know that when we fast and pray, it's a private discipline. But I have, uh, I have questioned you about that because to me, that's really intriguing to me. And God, through your sacrifice, has even convicted me as a pastor. Just like when I went to Peru and I watched the dedicated believers there, they would gather uh, before daybreak and they would weep and cry before God until the sun came up. And there I was laying in my tent and I got restless and I couldn't lay there knowing that they were out there praying and seeking God. And I got convicted by that. And the Lord, the Lord changed my prayer life through that experience by watching them. And then I watch young men like yourself and you're setting an example for, you know, people my age mm-hmm. and ministers has yes. been in it as long as I have. And I thank God for that brother, mm-hmm. you know, because I see a young man that's willing to pay the price that God can use them. And, and uh, I thank God that he can, he can use somebody like yourself to make me want to do better and be a better man of God. 
that's a huge thing to say because I, I appreciate people like you, Pastor, that want to make me do better. I love that you push me to a, a higher level. We should all want to go to a higher level than God. We should all want to seek to be closer to Him mm-hmm. and for somebody to come along and challenge you. It's a good mm-hmm. thing. It's a challenge your spirit. Go, well, you know, I've been kind of just sleeping here on this. Maybe I could do better in this <laughs> exactly. area. And I'm sure at some point you have probably challenged him. And I, But that's that's what we do. That's what we do. Y'all, I'm not going to sit there and go to the gym and just work out my right arm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to need to work out both arms. Exactly. I need to I need to get full and I need to get healthy and I need to get get um, in shape in the body and the mm-hmm. whole body needs to do it. I don't know why I keep going back to that, but the whole body needs to do it. Not just one part. The strength can't come just from one side. The whole body can do a whole lot more Amen. than just one part. Exactly. So when you use your whole body. My son's in the middle of exercising, right? He's in the middle of losing weight. He's And I watch his little videos, and he uses his whole body. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I, I see you. I, I get it, okay? So when God's calling us higher, he wants us to use our whole body and our mind exactly. and our, all of the things that he strengthens us with. And we can be stronger together. And we have to discipline ourselves yes, spiritually. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and it requires effort on our part. It does. You know? and, like we just can't expect God just going to show up tonight just because we show up and no. you know because we're having a, a scheduled meeting. That's exactly right. Uh, somebody's dug a ditch. Yes, somebody's right. been that's pre- right interceding before yes. God yes. and preparing for what God wants mm-hmm. to do. Yes. And without preparation, there'd be no rain. No, you know? absolutely. And God can only not. feel what we uh you know when he finds that yeah. empty vessel that mm-hmm. that has been preparing itself that's exactly right and i'm i'm thrilled and 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 ready to be to be filled i get excited going to church i mean oh, people yeah, don't me anymore too. but i do i'm like can, can go yet and chris like it's not time baby i'm like yes can we just go early i just want to be there mm-hmm. i just want to be there and i've i've felt convicted of, of i've i've wanted to to just go and, and pray before church just get on the altar mm-hmm. and pray and i've been worried about what people were going to think and i looked at my husband last night i said i'm so done with that if I want to go pray, I'm about to go pray. You know, if I want to go find a corner in an office somewhere or on a, wherever, mm-hmm. I just need to. But if God's prompting you to do something, it's for a reason. Exactly. He really is. He's, he's trying to pull you up. That's he's true. trying to pull you up higher. He's trying to get you up there. Come on, let's let's go. Let's go further. Let's go further. And you can't go further if you're just sitting there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So get up, go to church, get that relationship with God that you need, and 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 because you need it. It's not that you just want it, but you need it. You gotta have it. We can't live without him. Exactly. We cannot do it. We can't survive. We can't. I know during the pandemic, many uh, have resorted to just Facebook only yes. watching live stream, mm-hmm. and if, if because of health issues or other reasons why you can't be here, thank God for that avenue. Sure. But I'm I'm afraid we've got comfortable doing that. Yes. And and here's what came to me yesterday that. There, there may be coming a day very soon that we're not going to have that convenience. That's right. And that's why we better get in while we can. That's exactly right. And we need the church. The church needs yes. us. Yes. And don't put all your confidence in social media, internet. No. Technology, uh, nothing. You know, watching service or, or being connected to a church from a mobile place because... Uh, don't get comfortable. That freedom could be, very well be taken soon. In a heartbeat. And, and, yeah. uh, and we need all the Jesus in church oh, we can please, get. And you yes. better get in while yes. the getting is good. And... <laughs> you better get in while the waters are moving. You better exactly. go. You better go. And uh, 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 learn all you can and re- retain all you can. Amen. Use that word. Put the word in your heart. He says to hide it in your heart. 
and that's what we need to do. We've exactly. got to do that to to uh, to be able to to have that relationship with him. And, and one day, like you said, we may not be able to. We might not be able to. And um, uh, y'all, the 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 last days are here. I believe that with all my heart, and I believe the Lord's going to have a great harvest. I really do. I believe it's coming. I believe it's already started. I believe that the the harvest is coming in, and and, and through ministers like Evangelist knows, I know that he is going from church to church to church to town to town to town, getting people in, getting them in, because yes. that's what matters. That's mm-hmm. what we've got to get out there. And I've never felt a burden for souls like I have recently never never felt that burden like i have recently Amen. i just want to see people saved jeremiah said the harvest is past yes. the summer's ended and we're not saved yes and that's where we are right now yes. i think it's alarm that mm-hmm. god is, is sounding it is and uh we don't have much time left that's right you know that's and right. we better do all we can because soon night's coming and none it of us will. are going to be able to work that's right that's exactly right um so in saying that um uh you're always invited Always invited to the Grenada Church of God. Always. Amen. You are always welcome and loved here. No matter who you are, where you've been, what you've been through, it doesn't make any difference at all. You will be welcomed. And I promise you, somebody will be there to fling those doors wide open for you to get Amen. you in the house of God. And uh, we'll be happy to love on you. Amen. More well, importantly, Grenada Church of God is a revival center. Absolutely. It's a center that people can come and get freedom. Yes. Uh, get get set free and delivered. Mm. Uh, there's many churches that we travel to all across this country that that want to experience a move of God, but not open to experience a move of God. Ah, yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but Grenada Church of God is a place that is preparing itself to be a revival center to this region and yes, community. Yes. And God is surely going to dwell in a house like this through people as yourselves that are hungry and seeking after the more of God. Yes. That's going to say, God, whatever it takes, I just want them to get in and to be saved and set free and delivered. Yes. And this is going to be the hour that God is going to send people here to get help and freedom. I believe this church will be full of people who need the Lord. Thank you for spending time with us on Fresh Oil Ministries today. We would love to hear from you. Just email us at freshoil9210 at gmail.com. That's freshoil9210 at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a weekly, monthly, or yearly sponsor of Fresh Oil Ministries, please let us know. Until next time, we'll be praying for you.